Thank you for listening to this episode of the 365 Message Center Show. Check out our website at 365mcs.com for all the details about our show. And we're on all the socials at 365mcs. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the 365 Message Center Show. Yeah. Such enthusiasm. Uh, we needed we needed yeah. echoes and reverberation. Yeah, it was big, it, big impact numerals appearing appearing on the where's screen. Where's my uh, sound effects? I've got you know some we sound effects, just, but you can't even hear them. Though, what they do today is they say, "Hey editor, ed, add that in." Yeah, add then, that in. And, and as a voice note, I'll just so uh, to help us bring you value for the rest of this show. Go ahead and smash that like button. Hit subscribe. So we can uh, alert you whenever we go live or we upload our videos. We'd love for you to uh, to do that. And uh, as well as our audio, make sure you give us a rating on those audio podcasts and uh, share out this link to this episode to all your friends and families, your your pets. Have them all subscribe. Um, sure. Yeah. Fantastic. Pets will love it. Pets will love it. Fantastic. Um, yes, they will. Well, we're gonna we're gonna um, borrow a couple of messages from last week that we were going to cover, yeah, and and we left them off a bit, yeah, because this week it, it's a jumble, but there's a few interesting things definitely. Um, oh yeah, absolutely, Daniel. Let's oh. uh, yep, flick that on. Hey, it's it's all about you now. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> yeah, why not? There we go. Um, we'll start off with a different message. Yes, we will. Start off with uh, this one. Yeah, that one. Microsoft Oof. Teams, Spatial Audio in Teams Meetings, MC540153. Now, uh, what uh, this is, uh, is giving you a little, I- I'd like to think about it. You're in a conference room. Think about it this way, okay? You're in a conference room. You, you may not remember what that feels like for a lot of people <laughs> who haven't <laughs> been in a conference room in a while. But uh, if you're sitting at a table and someone next to you talks... They sound different because they're going in, you know, one ear mostly than someone across from you because you're, you know. So this is what this is, uh, spatial audio is trying to uh, bring to you is is to give you a little bit perspective of where people are um, mm. in the meeting. So um, this will give you an idea, you know, when you're in that gallery view, it'll um, give you, I feel like it's a. Um, and I think it even said it in the in the message about conversations being more natural. It kind of it's trying to give you that feeling like you're together, you're having a meeting, and that it's um, you're there, right? You're in the action. Um, so this is uh, rolling out late April. So here in about a week or so, uh, maybe. Uh, <laughs> and expected to complete about early May for targeted release, and then standard. Late May to mid-June, GCC high, mid-July to late July, and then DOD late August. Um, Daryl, I I feel, and one thing to note really here, along with what I just said and some other things, I'm going to ask you questions about this. I hope you're ready, um, is that it is not for one-to-one calls, okay, Uh, which kind of makes sense. Um, but it's also not for large meetings, you know, those, those extremely large meetings. Um, so 
What do you think about this? Are we, is this really bringing in that? This feels like the type of stuff that I want versus maybe some other innovations that teams has brought along that I don't think brings a whole lot of value to meetings. Um, But you know, this, I think it can kind of give you be more immersed experience. Mm. I was impressed uh, with the the filter that you kept over the top of your comments there. Uh Uh-huh. Hmm. Um, I've worked a bit with spatial audio and playing around with 360 video. And the interesting thing with this is it's all about the number of microphones, where the direction of the sound is and how it's recorded and the, the volume of the sound coming from that particular direction. And it's quite powerful in that sense because you can, you know, kind of get a sense of where that noise is coming from based on the, the image. How do you do that with with teams in a gallery? Well, this is, I think, Daniel. It's why it is limited to just those smaller gallery conversations, and clearly why there's no spatial audio for yeah. a single person because they're just working off, I guess, like a nine grid block, and all they've got to kind of play with is is two channels. Mm-hmm. Um, it's left ear, it's right ear, and then where can they make that sound kind of appear from? Right. So if they had the, the full like seven by seven gallery, that would just be too granular and they really yeah. couldn't signal where that sense was. But it, it's a interest, interesting feature. Um, and yeah, yeah I, I think it'd be quite, you know, helpful. Uh, I think I, I've also read somewhere that it's not available in the Mac experience. Is that in here? No, it says using supported so devices on Windows and Mac. Okay, so that, that's mm-hmm. cool. Mac has got... Um, and iPhones have got like a, a spatial audio thing already if you're using some of their devices and you mm. can hear it on podcasts that as you turn, you know, where's that noise coming from? Well, here's my phone and I can, you know, turn right. that way. Yeah. But yeah. I, and I think this is, it, it, it's a minor tweak maybe, mm. but I think it, if it works well, um, will bring a, a, some good value to a meeting unlike some things. Um, I mean, last week we talked about the recap and that, and the collaborating on notes and, Mm. uh, you know, those things top notch. Um, and so maybe this will help as well, um, with, uh, that meeting and again, trying to be a little bit more immersive into the experience. And, um, so anyway, that'll be rolling out, um, fairly soon within, you know, in the next month or so for most people. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. So, um, Daryl, let's talk about video in Outlook Mobile. Yeah, well, uh, I I found this quite surprising. I know that we have video in a couple of other products, Teams and Engage, um, where you can record something and upload it, and it's part of a message or part of a post that you've created. But it's coming to Outlook Mobile, video messaging in Outlook Mobile, MC540242. Um, it is uh, first of all for um, for everybody, iOS and Android. Sorry, not BlackBerry. Um, but it, there'll be an experience of video unfurling uh, of the the link um, and playback. And what does that mean? When I think of link unfurling, I often think of like a shortened link and you click it and it expands. But um, in this experience, if we just have a look at the message and I'll describe it to the audio listeners. Is there any other kind of listeners? Audio? No, probably not. Um, you, you, you know the new attachment way of, of adding something to a message and how it is a hyperlinked thing. 
and it has, you know, this is a dock, this is a video. Well, within the Outlook mobile experience, there'll be that hyperlink. And when you tap on the hyperlink, that's when your thumbnail will expand and it will show uh, the video ready there to play. Daniel and I are wondering whether or not it will also play in that first tap or whether it's going to require you to tap a second time. Um, so that is the unfurling experience. Um, and when you play it back, uh, what it will do is it will play that video over the top of your um, your Outlook app. So you're not taken off to another app, you're not taken off to a website and been expected to sign into OneDrive to see a stream video. It's all um, within the flow of work and uh, just sort of taken over the top of, of Outlook. Um, so that's kind of cool. Um, but this next bit, Daniel, is... Is interesting it's going to be released to Android first uh, it is capture and upload so in a similar fashion you can do from teams or from engage you'll be able to record a video uh, upload it into an email message uh, it's going to upload that that video file to your OneDrive and then it will make it available to play in the same way that we've just described just to, to Android to begin with um, but we see that experience here that you can record a video. Uh, is there any limitations that you saw there, Daniel, for how long you can record? Or no? I did not see any, no. Allowing users to share videos of a large size and length with OneDrive. Large okay. size and length. So whatever, <laughs> whatever you think is a, a large yep. length, a large size for, for a video, that's what it's going to be. Go ahead. Yeah. But um, we, you and I talked about the convenience of video messaging and <laughs> for like giving quick updates or instructions yeah. or something to team members. So you're going to use this in email? I would love to. And here's the thing. I feel like you can express so much with video in a shorter amount of time than it would take to compose an email that you believe would be received correctly. Mm. how many times and I've done it many times you send an email with the narrative in your head of the context the the inflection you know what do you really mean by this and then the person who's receiving it doesn't know any of that they only see the words in the email and they're like why did you just tell me off you know why did you just say I did a bad job it's like I wasn't mm. saying you wait how did you get that from what I wrote yeah so with video we can uh, express ourselves easier, uh, give that inflection in our voice. You can see, you can hear, I was about to say see the tone, but you can hear the tone. You can, you could see how I'm expressing myself to you to let mm -hmm. you know that, you know, whether things are going bad or they're going, or they're great or, you know, whatever. Um, so yeah, I'm going to use it. Uh, I see myself using it probably more and more, um, internally, you know, for my people, I, they may get tired of it, but uh, I'm going to give it a try. Cool. Well, uh, one last thing I'll say about this. Today, the, the video recording experience, in my experience at least, is a bit meh. Uh, what does happen, uh, the video gets um, compressed before it's uploaded, and then the playable result is not great. So here's hoping that they have Im improved on that for the Outlook uh, implementation of this feature and that um, it will also improve in teams and engage yeah, but this indeed. is apparently rolling out as roller is underway now 
and expected to be complete mid-May. Um, admin controls will be available for video capture and upload. Interesting, we've got the message before we knew about the admin controls. But um, any other further information? No. No. So if there are admin controls, uh, just go to learn.microsoft.com and search for a video <laughs> capture on Outlook. Um, <laughs> Very <laughs> good description, That's my tip for today, yeah. Go uh, search the website. That's search, search the website. Ask tip. Bing Chat and see what they come up with. There you go. Yeah. Daniel, um, hmm. I'm going to search now for Viva Goals usage reports. Um, that's Well, I'm going to tell you where to find them. You don't have to search. Microsoft 365 Admin Center, Viva Goals Usage Report, MC541159. And just like the title tells you, it's Viva Goals Usage Reports are going to be available in, guess where, the Microsoft 365 Mess, uh, sorry, Admin Center. I was about to say Mess Center. Ooh. Um, ooh. So it's in the Admin Center, and where you find your other product reports, you're going to have a new one, um, Viva Goals Usage Report. And the uh, I think it's interesting. There is a screenshot there kind of showing you, you know, what this is kind of going to look like, showing you active users um, and, you know, activities that they're doing whether that's creating OKRs, engaging with those OKRs, creating projects, doing check-ins. Um, so uh, all of those activities are going to be available, um, which, which is great because uh, if you know the way OKRs work, which I do not profess to be an expert, but um, this graph actually probably isn't exactly the way it'll be uh, long-term, you would have a whole lot more check-ins then you will OKRs created, for instance, um, because that's where your people are going in and giving updates on those KRs, those uh, results going, okay, I'm here, I'm at this percentage or whatever that result measure is going in and giving check-ins and, and giving updates. So anyway, uh, being is it actually being used? Are people using it uh, the you know the way you, you designed? Um, Usage reports going to help you get there and understanding, and you're going to be able to get that in the different time frames, right? Um, the 30 day, the or 7, 30, 90, and 100 day time frames. So, um, so anyway, so uh, that is rolling out late April and expected to be completed by late May. Um, I, I for one, uh, like this. Because, you know, we've seen a lot of these updates of these reports, you know, showing up um, because every conversation I have with my clients and with my customers when we're talking about, OK, we're building something or we're um, helping them implement something the right way, you know, always the, co the topic comes around. How do I gauge this? How do I measure how people are using this? Um, and these having out of the box usage reports is really going to, uh, I think, um, you know, propel these insights, you know, for Viva Goals. So, uh, Daryl, do you do you like this? Do you do you have any suggestions on to, you know, what they may add to these reports or, you know, what are your thoughts? Well, I do notice. Um, well, first of all, yeah, it is good that it's following the same pattern that other applications uh, do. For usage reports in um, 
in the admin center you know we see that list there of um you know ranging from exchange to teams to onedrive etc oh skype for business is still in there hmm. um insights and learning so it, it is you know it's all falling into line for you know how how are people using this um also just pointing out that the user level data um is all kind of obscured right so again it's it's still about uh, anonymity it's not singling certain people out to say oh you're spending too much time in viva goals stop setting goals and start actioning them my goodness yeah um that's my thoughts <laughs> fantastic thank you for letting us know your thoughts um you know what i want to know your thoughts on m uh product announcements um, <laughs> but no 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 not those we're not oh. going to talk about those can we <laughs> no no just for gonna, a bit no we're oh. going to jump in we still talk, want our sponsor right <laughs> yeah that's right and talk about um you know the in product announcements in yammer for the rename right well we we have known that uh, the name from a uh, change from from yammer to engage has been happening um most recent change the mobile app is now um, engage and not yammer so in continuation with that plan this brief message or it's actually a long-ish message but it's a brief meaning <laughs> in product announcements for yammer website rebrand to viva engage mc541154 um the yammer website will become viva engage Ta-da! Um, yeah, as expected, and I think it's actually important for for clients that you know I'm I'm working with one uh, they had like a not a great experience with using Yammer early on. Um, they sort of developed a, a stigma around look we do see the value in the product in a sense, but in its new form we just don't want to roll it out with the old name because then it'll affect um, adoption. So it's good to see the full rename kind of following along and happening. In product, you will see, well, you'll kind of see from this message, let's just try this out, describing to the listeners, um, uh, yet another example of a screenshot taken from, yeah, Daniel, get up close. You're going to, I can't even, like if I zoomed in on that, it's not going to help. Let me do that for you. No, no, I'm not going to even do that. Um, pixelated. But it gives a general indication of where that message will appear at the top of the uh, the Yammer um, website. Generally speaking, it'll be at the top, and we'll probably see some words there. Is what yeah, I'm gathering. And and logos pointing mm -hmm. in the direction of this is what we <laughs> were or currently are, but we're going to this. Um, it's a dismissible message to. Um, I don't know if it remembers how many times you've dismissed it. That's another thing about in-product announcements these days. You said I couldn't talk about that, nope. Daniel. Let's don't digress. No. Um, but yeah, uh, when it when it is uh, eventually here, it'll say Fever Engage is finally here. Skadoosh. It'll be there on your screen. You'll have it. you got to say the name because it's like Skadoosh. Mm -hmm. um, is that right? Yeah. Um, oh, is there anything else about this announcement? I don't think so. No. Announcements will oh the ban okay so this is just getting really granular that in your email announcements uh, you'll have the word engage instead of this came from the Yammer service mm -hmm. um, and so on and so forth. There's a blog if you want to click down mm -hmm. at the bottom and 
see it all in action, probably yep. with all the rest of the messages. But I've already done my time on that one, well and truly. You know what's coming. If anything, it's one of the products that's really told you a number of times that they're changing, that's as right. opposed to other announcements that say, oh, sorry about that, we, we released it. How about that, eh? Yeah. Hey? Oh. No Your kidding. turn, Daniel. My turn. Your turn. Um, well, I'm going to put an information barrier up. Uh, because, no. Uh, this is Microsoft Teams information barrier not supported in Teams view only experience. MC538743. This is one that we'll, we'll just make a quick mention of this. But one, I think it's important for those that are using information barriers. Now, what is that? Uh, just briefly, it is a way um, for within the same organization to help people not cross information, um, sharing information that may get you in trouble with regulations. Um, the classic example of this is public companies and um, uh, and and making sure that you know the public side of it doesn't know some stuff that's happening internal that could affect some of the communications that may leak things right leak information so anyway uh, if you're using information barriers uh, you need to know that really right now you need to turn off the teams view only experience if you remember what teams view only is once your meetings get past, get in, in that large number, right? Um, then Teams is going to allow users to come in, but uh, as view only. So when they do that, and remember this is like 10,000, um, you know, users uh, when they scale, right? And, and Teams um, can scale to accommodate that number. But so when we get to, um, get to the larger numbers in teams and we're doing view only then um, information barriers don't work because if you think about what's happening um, teams doesn't really care who you are because it's just letting you in and view only um, so it doesn't know who you are to understand where the information barriers uh, could is supposed to prevent um, and uh, prevent that information sharing um, so, you know, once you get past, uh, after that capacity is reached for, you know, that 1000 users in the, in a meeting or, you know, that that's, they're going to join in that view only experience. Um, so there is information there, PowerShell to, um, disable teams view only, but that means you won't be able to have meetings larger than that. But if you're using information barriers, it's probably important. Um, so you need to go ahead and disable that. Um, so that you don't run into that. Daniel, um, the yep. view only experience in a meeting, mm -hmm. people only see what's presented, see people that have their video turned on and hear see chat. what's been said. Do they see chat? I think so. Okay. They, sh they can, um, they can view chat, but can't, can't participate. That is correct, I believe. Mm. Mm. Now you that, got me second that, guessing what I'm. Well, that that's the only thing that that I would see um, be where information could spill over. That all of a sudden yeah. you've got people in different barrier segments that can see each other's chat. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, if chat isn't part of that view only experience, that you're only watching, listening, hearing. 
listening in here. I did that again. <laughs> nice. This yes. Just, it just says uh, view only, and I'm looking uh, at the docs, and it says, um, it just says view only. I I believe they will see chat, but that may mm. not be the case. And so, oh man, I, I can't. So to, I mean, to me, like, okay, turn it off. But but what is it that you're trying to segment? If I mean, why mm -hmm. don't you just right. not invite a certain group to <laughs> to the meeting? Sure. Well, yes. I know there are smarter people, much smarter than me. And that's not that hard, by the way. Um, that have thought about this feature and developed it and given this advice. So let's follow that. Yeah. Haha. Uh -huh. um, what are we finishing on, Daniel? It's uh, Microsoft Lists and that when you apply a filter, um, you kind of want to know that you've applied it. <laughs> MC5040126. Apart from applying the filter and seeing it take action on a, on a list within Microsoft Lists, they're now adding a... Uh, that's showing you what you have applied in terms of the filter so that um, if we just blow up this little image here and the oh look it's something you can read this time this is good um, you can see that this view has filtered based on uh, me as in content that I have contributed to this list uh, that it's using the, the completed no label and it's um, uh, addressing certain topics and so I can see what has been filtered and the cross suggests that I could click one of those things and remove it from the filtered view and have a bit more control over what I'm seeing. So this is going to be quite useful for um, for Microsoft Lists. Mm -hmm. um, is there anything you need to do? No, just when it, when it does arrive, which will be um, beginning and targeted release late April and standard release that will come out early May, um, you'll enjoy using that in your lists, right? I mean, I, I know I will. This, this is a perfect example of why I do not create user uh, manuals for online services because this is a, an improvement. This is better, but, you know, uh, your manual will be totally out, outdated, you know, with just this one change. So, but no, I like this because you get that visual. I can see what filters are, are uh, happening now. Mm. Yep. Well, that so, is. That is Daryl, lists. Hmm. I need to go back. Because while you were covering we some of the to? list, we're going back to information barriers. Um, no, we're going back to view only. Um, mm -hmm. And we'll throw this link in the uh, information on this episode. But The description. The experience for view only, they get to listen. They get to yep. see a video feed of active speaker. Yep. Um, and then see content being shared using the shared desktop or screen functionality. And that's it. They don't get to see that meeting chat, but information barriers uh, does not allow you to have those meetings to begin with. Like it's that that's one thing you can do is prevent that them, them having those conversations in meetings. So um, that's what uh, that's remember if you're using information barriers, turn it off for now. Hopefully there'll be a way of, of making this happen, but for now that's mm, i'm still puzzled but but we can we can talk about that offline. oh then i i would like to request that uh you do a deep dive on information barriers and present it um oh. as a webinar and then we'll learn from you you're giving me homework <laughs> come on yes no okay well it won't be a deep dive it'll just be a <laughs> hey uh last episode we talked about this i found this out Love it. Yeah. Okay. All right. 
Um, let's uh, let's round that message uh, center episode out with um, a, a turu. See you later. <laughs> See you for episode two eighty two. Uh, for all our friends that are traveling and, and connecting in um, Seattle this week, um, enjoy, and um, and you know what to do. Uh, don't share. share what you hear. No, what? I thought you were talking about the episode. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Share the but, episode, but not the information you learn at MVP Summit. No, yeah, that's thank an you. information barrier you want to obey. <laughs> that's right. Thank you, everybody, for sharing this episode out. We uh, and we'd love to hear your feedback. Uh, put your comments in that all the uh, for the messages that we covered this week. Um, would love to uh, continue this conversation uh, throughout the week. All right. See you then.